0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Hello everybody welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. We're glad you joined us today. Um, I'm Andre. And I'm Chris. That's, that's
1: it? I mean, I thought I'd try to be super serious today.
2: Oh.
0: Okay, well, we appreciate you joining us today, and as as every week, um, if you're following us on YouTube, please subscribe, like, and share any video you like, but sus- subscribe, because then we just can grow our audience, and that's yeah. a good thing.
1: We're up to seven. Seven. Hey, I know, also- I, we probably shouldn't be, like, calling out the number of subscribers that we have on here, but I'm just well, like, whatever.
0: Well, I'm, I'm glad people like the content, so... Um, uh, for the 807 people on SoundCloud that have uh, actually subscribed to our channel, thank you very much. It's really appreciated. And just because we're using a different uh, medium and channel to, to grow our audience doesn't mean we don't appreciate you guys because you guys, you guys helped us to um, really feel confident in what we're doing, if, if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Life. there's something I want to talk about, and I want to kind of get, get it out of the way because I've been, I've been wrestling with it for uh, a, a couple days now. Sure. Um, the anniversary of George Floyd's death. Um, I, I get it. Um, but the one thing I want to say is I appreciate the media coverage but i don't think george floyd's death changed the world i think it made the world pay attention and the uh, the headlines you know are they're misleading um and it's it's really pissing me off because there there are two things that kind of just really struck a nerve his brother made a comment yesterday at the white house and it was pretty impactful for me because that's kind of how i felt our, our Congress passed a law for the Asian hate laws. I mean, pretty simple, right? Like, it was a problem, let's fix it. We can't fix policing laws the same way. So, um, that, it's it's disappointing. It, it's like, we we were arguing about uh, Marjorie Taylor green. I'm not going to give her an abbreviation because she's a P- She's a POS in my opinion. So that's her name. So I want to associate, I don't want to give her like a, a, a clout booster. Like I'm no, not to,
1: but you say so you're not going to give her an abbreviation and then you called her a POS, which is an abbreviation. So.
0: Well, because I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here being that asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean that's who that's who that POS is, right? Uh, and you know my my where I'm going with that is we send a lot of money to Israel. And I was actually going to the grocery store today and I was thinking about this. I'm not I'm not well versed enough to know the the conflict. I am well versed to know that as a political chess piece the US has used Israel a lot of times a lot of times i understand why for 40% of it the other 60% is up in the air um but we we make an effort as a country to support israel we make an effort like the president joe biden the president so and that, he gets his full name out there i really see um some hypocrisy there like Israel's an issue yes I get it on the global stage but we don't take care of home and I'm just kind of fed up with that we, we kind of like we can you know go tick for tack and we talked about this early on when I said with, the, with all the uh, no problem when I said with all the marches and people protesting that how long will we remember this for and we're, we're living it out right now we talked about it a few weeks ago when I said I'm not very confident anything will change
1: yeah I mean it, when the when the verdict came down in the Chauvin trial like it was basically right. the same thing where it's like people wanted to look at it as like this huge watershed moment where oh the you know finally you know it so it's like we got one it's like so no, it's precedent yeah i mean it's it's precedent, but even then like it's not it's not justice like it's not ultimately right. what we're looking for like that is a necessary thing that also needs to happen, but that doesn't solve the problem like Derek chauvin going to jail for murder like is not is not a solution to police brutality. Like other police officers aren't going to look at that and go, man, I shouldn't, you know, use excessive force. Like that's, (laughs) that's not going to be the thing that makes a difference, right? Like it's going to take a lot more than that. Um,
0: It's frustrating. It's, it's it's like really, you know, um, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, I watched the video of the gentleman dying in um, South Carolina. That's two years old. And the feeling I get when I see, or when I feel, not just when I see, because it's, I, I can't disassociate myself with the fact that now I feel the same way. You know, like I literally feel the same way when, it, like, I, when I see a police officer, you know? Um, so everybody's trying to memorialize, and, and I'm not discounting the death of, of George Floyd. I'm just being very, very, very clear. To his sister's point, until something changes, she's not going to Washington. That's how I felt. I don't want to I'm not trying to put this guy on a pedestal because he's not the only person. I watched this um this episode of uh, United Shades of of America. So come out, Bell, thank you for sharing this. And they were you know, doing an expose on what's happening in California. Um this, this one guy, and I'll look it up later and and give him a shout out. But he's actually made images of all the people that have died unjustly by the police, by police. So it's not just George Floyd. It's, It's not any one person. It's, it's, it's a problem. It's a systematic problem. And no matter what financial class you want to put me in, I feel the same way in my own town. And it just, it pisses me off that we're not making moves. But we want to park on Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't, I don't give a shit about her.
1: It's just, I mean, it's another distraction.
0: Yeah. Right? Like,
1: why, why do we give people like her and Matt Gates and, you know, these other individuals who, without this outrage you know, over what they say and do, there would be no publicity for them. Right. They would they are so inconsequential in terms of their, you know, role impact. in impact. Yeah, exactly. And yet we wanna behave or, you know, believe that Somehow you know them being in this position haven't been but I mean and I've been I'm guilty of that too Right, like right. I've fallen into that trap of thinking like oh my god These are the crazy people that we have to worry about because god. No, and it's like no I mean, it's not great that we have those types of representatives in our government I don't think it's a great look for the country as a whole nor for that particular area I mean like if you're represented by this Moron the I always called her a woman, but I mean <laughs> she she is like she's just a moron um how good do you feel i mean well the truth of the matter is they voted in so they probably feel pretty good and and that's i don't know like are we at a point where there's some people who are too far gone when it comes to like conservatives and republicans and and that sort of thing where it's like okay there is no coming back for you like you've you've you drank too much of the Kool-Aid and now you're permanently you know, tainted by all of this crap that we've been through over the last, I mean, not even just the last four or five years, but obviously a lot longer than that. Or do you think that there's like a real chance for any of like, (laughs) for those people to kind of wake up one day and be like, oh crap, like these people are just totally crazy.
0: Well, the truth is that the truth is you can't save everybody. There's a... um, There's actually a, uh, Jesus gives a good example of that, where he goes to spread the gospel, and he tells people like, hey, some people aren't gonna listen, so wipe the sand off your sandals and keep moving. I've accepted that as a a truth of life. Not everybody is willing to change. Right. It's just, and that's, you gotta be okay with that. You can't change, you can't save everybody some people are going to be, they're, they're going to be a casualty. I, and I don't wish Ill, Ill will on anybody, but I do understand that principle. That not everybody is going to be saved. It's just not a truth of life. Um, and it's just very disappointing for me to to think of all the things that we could do, all the things, like the positive things we could do, And we squander opportunities time again, time after time, after time, after time, and we keep moving. And so I'm not celebrating or memorializing George Floyd's death. I look at it as what else has to happen for us to, you know, to try as a society to do better.
1: I mean, like,
0: you're absolutely right, you know, because look what it took
1: in order for Derek Chauvin to be found guilty on the Jesus, charges, right? Like, Chris, look, look have... what it
0: took for people to realize that this is really a thing,
1: right? Yeah, that this, the, yeah, and and even then, you still have people who are sitting there being like, "Well, you know, the toxicology reports or whatever it is," and it's like, at the end of the day, the man didn't deserve to die. Like nobody deserves to die in he that situation. Yeah, he, exactly. he
0: wasn't. He didn't deserve. He didn't. He didn't deserve to be murdered. Right. Uh, and and when you look at the like the truth of what happened and you strip away the facts. Sure, he had like the guy in the, uh, Elizabeth City. Sure, he had fell he was getting arrested on a felony warrant. Right. Sure. Got it. That's a fact. But did you have to shoot him? You look at the guy uh, I I, I and there's so many names, I, I just don't... I, right. I, I'm i being honest, I can't commit all these names to memory. I'd probably be depressed.
1: Right. I mean, that's... You, like, you're talking about... You're sitting there watching the video of the guy in South Carolina. Like, I've just stopped engaging in that. Like, I can't... I don't want to consume that content because, it, like, for me, it's... It's not about the individual cases, right? It's about the larger problem and engaging in kind of like getting wrapped up in these individual cases. I think sometimes is where we find ourselves as opposed to paying attention to how we can actually solve what's going on here, like addressing the root cause. And, and instead we're so busy trying to treat the symptoms, right? You know, because the symptoms are like, that's the thing that's right in your face, right? Like it's the rash on the skin that you're like, Oh my God, that looks terrible. <laughs> but it's, it's, whatever's underneath it that is really causing it, that we should be addressing at the end of the day.
0: And I, and I'm just, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but I, I still feel the same way I felt after the, even the convention. Yeah. Not much
1: is going to change. I mean, to this point, nothing has changed, right? right? There's
0: been no real impact from that other than that specific trial. Well, and I, and I want to say this, but I don't want it to be like the context is we have the ability to change. Yes. So to my Asian-American brothers and sisters, you know, I'm glad that bill got passed because my niece is half Korean. And it's not a it's not a zero sum game in
1: right. that regard. Right. It's not like, well, if Asians, Asian-Americans are being protected, then, you know, black Americans can't also
0: be protected. Right. Right. Uh, to the fact that Republicans, registered Republicans or the GOP establishment finally said something about Marjorie Taylor Greene, glad you did it. But (laughs) yo, let's be real, like legit, let's be real about what's actually not being done. And that's the reflection, that's a reflection in the character of this country. Like, I don't need to, I'm not gonna celebrate mediocrity. That's just stupid um yeah and that's that's one thing i've been like like today has been kind of weighing me down i wanted to talk about it with you because i'm like you know i know i'm not crazy i really know i'm not crazy but why would we celebrate mediocrity right the show being getting convicted or or charged guilty or found guilty is mediocrity
1: right and and like at the end of the day is that what we want to be celebrating right do we want to be celebrating the fact that uh you know another person is being put behind bars for murdering somebody else like no No. like like what we should want is that then murder never occurs in the first place right that we do whatever it is that we need to do to correct that problem from happening again you know and we're gonna
0: watch another like there's a in uh it was san jose there was a mass shooting another mass shooting and texas says but that we need more guns
1: To unregistered people I mean like it's not even let's let's improve the registration process Let's you know, let's make it more efficient. It's no you don't need oh Unless you're a convicted felon, then we just ask that you please don't go out and own a gun It's that simple, right? I mean if you ask nicely people just won't do it It, It's you don't have to have laws and registrations and rules and regulations. You just say I mean it's like with you know my seven year old, America, you know, like, hey, don't eat a bunch of candy in the middle of the day. And she's like, yeah, no problem. I wouldn't do that. And then I turn my back and I'm like, why is there cotton candy all over your mouth? And she's like, I didn't think you meant cotton candy. <laughs>
0: no descriptors in the candy, Dad. Yeah. It's just, it's frustrating. It's, it's, um, And I want to to say it one more time. I don't, I don't wish what happened. Like George Floyd could have been me, my brothers, like anybody in my family. I'm not saying like, let's wash it, you know, just like wash it clean, sweep it under the rug. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is until you prove me wrong, don't apologize, America change the behavior that's that's where i like no i i still feel the same way qualified immunity tell me what 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 purpose that serves
1: what good does it do right like what what benefit is that legal precedent (laughs) yeah providing
0: for the citizens of this country
1: And the police. I mean, because look, police officers are citizens, right? Like they're my mom's
0: my mom's a citizen, bro. Like that's that's the fence that the country's asking me to like straddle. Yeah. You're asking me to say my mom's a bad person or was a bad person. Just
1: because she was a cop and had a badge, right? Like that's yeah. And that's what you and that's also what you and I have, have I think been very clear about hopefully people understand that. Like we are not all cops are bad, right? But to some degree, it's the same thing as like not all men. Well, yeah, not all men, but there's enough of them out there that are doing creepy <clears throat> shit that we kind of got to say like, hey guys, Stop. get your yeah. shit together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of where we're at with cops. Where it's like, hey guys, you can't just go around wantonly killing people. Like, we've had enough of that. Um, it's I'm amazed that we had to have this conversation. You know, <laughs> like
0: in gun control, like for what 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 more has to happen? Like how many more people, these are things that when I, when I think about, when I strip away, um, partisan crap, at the end of the day, it's like right and wrong. Yeah. And and don't double up on wrong to try to cancel out Right. Because you're going to probably lose. Yeah. And don't try to overemphasize where you're right, because you're going to lose people in trying to find a solution. And when I look at, you know that's why we haven't again that's why we haven't talked about politics a lot it's just like we can't get as a society forget the partisan crap at the end of the day i was talking to a couple people the other day and i actually said i think that as far as helping with getting charging stations because the f-150 is dope it's on the list i know <laughs> and I think the company should actually foot the bill, like they should foot part of the bill. Right. The reason being is because they know the consumer demand is going to go to electric vehicles. Yeah. Fast or slow, does not really matter? But show the 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 like the good faith to support like what's going to happen.
1: I mean, when Henry Ford was building Model T's, you think that somewhere along the way, he wasn't like, let's put in some more gas stations in this town. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Between, <laughs> and I don't have the numbers on this, but gas stations are, I know they're in the top five to ten. That's that's a big spread for me of small business, uh, of a small business type that people open. Because it's, it's a consumable good that consumers are going to buy.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, so I want to get that off my head, and um, to be clear, I don't like I don't revel in the loss of life. I'm saying that if George Floyd died, it wasn't to change the world; it was to make the world pay attention, and that's the message I want people to, to really take away from this it, it was to get the world to pay attention you know you got Emmett you got you know so many I mean I, I don't want, you got Ahmaud I, Arbery Like yeah, these are I mean that's cases it's an
1: unending list that's the problem right like you can go back decades and centuries at this point and just rattle off name after name after name after name after name because this is what we have been dealing with in right. this country for that long and it's and it is like I think you know you and I like we haven't been around for most of that stuff but in our lifetimes what we've seen is enough to make us go like guys what the hell are we doing here like it, how is how have how have the reasonable ones not said enough is enough like we're not going to be driven by the extremism anymore.
0: It's it's insane, brother. It's it's like, it's it's very very for me stressful. It's stressful to think that, you know, we have another opportunity as a country to actually do some good for multiple people, not just a, a, a minority. We've done it. We've done it within the last 60 days. We passed the Asian-American hate law in record time.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm not... With
1: with record opposition from the Republican Party. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you make it illegal for me to hate people based on their race?
0: I, I just can't man, i, I just can't and I, and I don't want to get into the partisan politics because like we talk, we almost talked about it a few weeks ago i think policy is more important than partisanship
1: oh, i think are absolutely right
0: there there should be a way to pay for things right without uh so for example gosh i don't want to talk about politics <laughs> so our state the 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 state senators are Rep- I mean, I'm sorry, the state representatives are trying to uh, reduce a tax bill for um, our, our citizens, uh, citizens in North Carolina. Okay. It's actually gone up 40% since 2011. Totally get that. Um,
1: I mean, considering where it probably was in 2011 and relative to the growth of the state, and all of the things that we've added that we have to pay for. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, my taxes in carry aren't great, but they're not that bad. They're better than California. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, do I need a 40% reduction in my tax bill? No. Like, I can afford my tax bill. It's not breaking the that's, bank. That's right? the
0: challenge, like, though, right? But- and that's where I was like, I'm on the ledge just because I'm like, I could definitely use a 40% reduction, but...
1: But what, am I willing to sacrifice 40% of the stuff that I'm paying for, right? Like, at, at, am I willing to deal with 60% more potholes, right? Am I willing <laughs> – like, that's – no, especially not if I'm heading to Morrisville. Like, F you guys. <laughs> get your freaking stuff together.
0: <laughs> you can't use Morrisville as a bench line, though. <laughs> and so I know. I just hate Morrisville because they take terrible, <laughs> terrible care of their roads. <laughs> But what about Cumberland County? What about Johnson? Well, Johnson County is no longer in the uh, mix anymore because they're actually going to get some nice, like, injections in- into their economy.
1: Well, and then I mean, uh, uh, you know, at the federal level, like you know, Biden's got the tax credit that's going into effect here soon for you know people with kids, the child tax credit, um, and so. But I don't know. I just I am I am not. I'm not somebody, when I walk into the ballot box and there's, you know, bond measures that are on there, I'm not just like, yes, 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 spend all the money. Like, I like to read through those things and actually say, okay, like, do we need to spend another $4 million or $4.5 million right. on a library in downtown Cary? <laughs> yeah. Or do we need another, you know, do we need $50 million to, you know, revitalize parts of the parks? Like... Well, if I really enjoy going to the parks and I feel like that's a good investment, okay, I might vote for that one. I never use the library, but I do know that it's a very valuable resource for people who don't have access to the internet, for kids, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll support the libraries. Like, I don't know. I try to to take each one as it is, but at the same time, I... Like I'd rather my government spend the money that they need to spend, as opposed to being like too cheap, you know. And it's like you go to the library and like, sorry, our one copy of the one book that we have is checked
0: out for eternity. Like, yeah, we turn into Alabama. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, the 14th, or you know, Louisiana, the, Mississippi, or, like, or the, <laughs> or, or the 14th congressional district in Georgia. Yeah, I mean. Right? Oh. I, I just want. Got I do want to do down there. <laughs> yeah, I do want to say this. Like, like, I get the uh, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, baseball people. I I really understand where you. There's nothing
1: from. wrong with those three things.
0: Those like, <laughs> I love. That's my favorite ice cream.
1: <laughs> it's a fantastic pie, right? <laughs> it's like, my
0: favorite pie. Um, it's the
1: world's most boring sport, but you know, I know some whoa, people whoa, like we, it. So we won't, yeah.
0: Um, but the <laughs> the whole idea of government is to like if you go back in history, if we like do like a, a fast scrub, I don't, we don't have a sound effect. Go go backwards. Still right? working on that. <laughs> the whole idea of government was to make sure that a region could support itself, and. At some point, and it's not capitalism, I don't blame capitalism for this. We just forgot that. We became so self centered and selfish that it makes capitalism look, look like the agitator of the problem. Sure. And it's not true. Like, I want my neighbors who aren't doing well, like, for example, in Apex, right? The mayor, big fan, saw him in the grocery the other day. You, not, was, was, I mean, he's really trying to push affordable housing and that is probably echoing because I was listening to the news today. Um Fayetteville is they put a bond measure together for one point four million dollars for affordable housing. It's not that everybody gets a house. Right. It just means affordable. That's that's the that's the opportunity people are looking for. Collaboration.
1: Synergy. Thinking outside the box. Raising the bar. Breaking down silos. Shifting the
0: paradigm. Disrupting the market. Business. Right. I was looking at um, uh, apartment rates uh, a week week ago, two weeks ago a freaking 3 bedroom apartment like <laughs> north hills area midtown
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i mean there, it, you got it yeah more than my mortgage yeah no i mean anyway. it, this area and
1: and the like the scary thing is right that this area compared to a lot of other parts of this country is affordable right but that's that's part of where where i think
0: that's that's the, the actual dilemma yeah right
1: i mean that's again I, yes i pay a pretty good amount in property taxes every year right like and it's gone up significantly over the 17 years that i've lived in Kerry. but it. I still look at it. and I'm like,
0: well, that's not
1: that bad. It mean, could be a lot worse. I, and I paid uh,
0: <laughs> two point two five percent less because I live in a. Uh, I live in Apex. Yeah. Literally adjacent to Cary, and we have our own like mini triangle in the triangle. Yeah. Um, and then you have Raleigh, which is not really adjacent, but it's adjacent. Right. But not really. It's really carry. Um. Yeah, you do, you got the Cary-Apex-Morrisville,
1: you know, triangle. Right. Um, Raleigh really is at the, because there is, like, there's that divide between Cary and Raleigh. There is, like, there's a, it's basically 440. Right. Um, And so once you get onto the other side of the belt line there, then it's like, ooh, now I'm in Raleigh. Now I can charge over astronomical rates for properties i mean and like carry is not great either right like property values and carry skyrocketed (laughs) um
0: but it's again like like, it's still it's like (laughs) it's it's really bad cash and check (laughs) suckers
1: no i mean but at the same time like i look at you know i had i mean yes i was very fortunate in that when i bought this house i found a property that had been foreclosed on so the bank basically just wanted what they were owed on it which was less than what the house was really even like tax property valued wise gotta Yeah. out yeah i I know and it was right right before the whole real estate bubble stuff and so they were like you want a loan here's a loan we don't care pay it back if you can Uh, (laughs) but that was the thing that we're like, we had that discussion where it was like, okay, you can spend the next three years paying rent and basically have nothing to show for it when you're done. Or we could see if we could find a reasonably priced piece of property that we could invest in. And then you rent the rooms back out to your friends and you pay whatever
0: the difference is. So here's my, here's like insider view. When you rent, it's not that you have nothing to show for it. The only thing you don't, control in this area is increases that's it the average person in this area lives in a house for like four to five years five to seven is the max like four to five is like the yeah
1: mr 17 years in one house over here i am right i am the outlier i understand
0: that. well i (laughs) like currently i'm an outlier too because i bought my house with the intent of like it was going to be an investment. I wasn't going to stay here for longer than five years. Yeah. And it was going to become a, a rental property. But change careers, change jobs, blah blah blah. And here we are. But I've made over a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so like, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, uh, not a bad, not a bad spot. But I under, I also understood real estate at the same time. So it wasn't like. I was investing in a, a crapshoot. So right.
1: you you did your research and understood where you were investing, what the trajectory of that area was. Right. I mean, and look, I I recognize that, you know, in a lot of ways, this area was very insulated during that first real estate bubble in terms of property values for a lot of people right yeah if if you were in a place like yours or mine you may have lost a little bit but then you know you started to kind of come back out of it It wasn't like other areas in large part because the values hadn't been overinflated in this part of the country as much so we didn't have as much to lose like was part of it
0: yeah this like this area has been a buyer's market up until about three years ago
1: yeah and then all of a sudden it's like you know the and this last year has just been i mean absolutely ludicrous right. i mean people throwing 50k over asking you know cash and and not getting not getting a thing
0: we're we're in southern california like like um negotiations
1: yeah i mean it's like, nuts
0: i've been literally like this past like it's only wednesday but I've got some remodels to do. And I'm like, do I just sell it? And... But I'm like, nah, because I'm not ready to move yet. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm like, I well, just okay. got my lighting kind of manageable. and my... like... <laughs> 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 Just gotta get that tree taken care of. <laughs> no, Good but edge. I mean, you
1: talk about remodeling. Like that's the other thing over the last year, right? The uh, like the cost of materials for remodeling have gone through the roof. In large part because at the beginning of COVID, there was a disruption right. in the transportation services and the manufacturing, and an initial dip. And then it was like people were like, "Uh, well, I'm stuck at home, so I might as well make things better where I, where I am." Right. And so now you're sitting there. I mean, I was working on a project today. I told you I'll tell our audience I got new laminate floors put in one of the things that the installers i guess didn't mention until they got here the day to take everything out was that uh, in the downstairs area where i am it's a it's a concrete floor' there's one step, so a step and then down to the floor from the landing when you first come in at the main door that step is so small that they couldn't really wrap it with LVP. Like it was gonna cost more to do it in the LVP than it would pretty much any other solution. So I spent the time today getting a bunch of hardwood and cutting and getting everything fit and stained so that now I can have this really nice step it's gonna look great when it's done because I'm not one of those people who just like half-ass this stuff (laughs) I'm like no Ron Swanson is my hero and I'm going to make a stair that he would be proud of (laughs) it's literally one step that's all it is but of course like the step I'm gonna get way too detailed in here but the step is the way that they built it it's just a stupid plywood box but they built it out it was 14 inches a Mm -hmm. standard stair uh, tread is 11 and a half right So I had to buy two stair treads and rip one of them an extra six inches to get the proper amount of overhang, right? Yep, I'm following. Yeah. I think I paid almost $30 a piece for those four-foot oak stair treads. Like, I I spent $100 in wood to do one step. (laughs) Because the price of lumber has just gone through the roof and then trying to find it for doing you know massive remodels two by fours and stuff like that i mean it's 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 crazy, yeah, and i, I... something okay, so from a yeah. business perspective right, like the market has to have a correction at some point this is this seems like we are just like teetering on the edge of people are like just keep throwing money it, at it bubble. until everything
0: right like this is going to explode and every indicator in the market says that housing is a bubble right from interest rates to supply to um insulation so like i hear you on that I, fortunately i was a carpenter i, I literally spent 75 dollars on um so my house so i live in a town home and I have uh two units for my AC. I had a line clog on my what what covers my main floor in my basement. And it cost me seventy five bucks. Not a not a market rate. Yeah. But I was like, gosh, that, that kinda sucks. But
1: I'm spent, sitting here thinking like seventy five bucks, that was not I, I thought it was gonna be like way more yeah. than that. Based yeah, on your I, air conditioning repair Speak
0: speaking of which, I spent eight K on that. That was a um very, very, very tough pill to swallow. I mean, when that I was, was talk-
1: the, the almost three grand that I dropped on my new hot, hot water heater. To get that installed on a Saturday. I spent
0: 5K on my hot water water heater. Yeah.
1: It's it's insane. It's it's insane. The hot water heater itself is like $500, $600. Everything (laughs) else is labor. God And I get, I mean, like, look, I'll be honest. I'm going to give a shout out to Streamline Services because they did my install on the hot water heater. Jake, who was my technician that came out, was incredibly professional drove all the way back to north raleigh to go get the hot water heater and bring it back like stayed here made sure everything was cleaned up like and then a week later i get like this random tin of cookies in the mail from them that's like we just wanted to say thanks for choosing streamlined services and it's just like man okay so some companies still know how to do like good customer service stuff like that because that did that was like okay you know, I'd already given them a good review, but it was like, if I ever have anybody who's like, man, I don't know what to use. it would be like, man, I like Streamline. They work for
0: me. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. So my, my, uh, my AC, I was okay with that. Um, my hot water heater, same, I use the same company because I knew that from my experience in that industry, I'm like, eh, some things I don't, I, 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 I kind of just want to make sure it's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's. It's... You, you. get
1: inspections and like make right. sure everything's legit it's one of those things you get what you pay for right yep. and so it's you know if you want to hire a cheap painter okay just be ready that your lines probably aren't going to look great and you might right, have, right? You don't it's like you don't scrimp on certain things and like yeah. a hot water heater and air conditioner. Those are the things where you just kinda like, <laughs> I'm going to invest the money in this that I make sure this is done right and I get a good one that is going to last me
0: for a while, you know? Like I when I was a realtor, I um, I've had inspections where like people updated like hot water heaters or whatever it may be and there were no there were no permits. That's a nightmare. So for me it's kind of like okay AK? sure all right i will i will admit i did get like a, a, a humidifier in my ac that was probably an extra 12 to 1300 bucks but we
1: live in north carolina it was yeah. well worth it like i yeah. have a two or three hundred dollar like portable dehumidifier that i keep in my kitchen just <laughs> running 24 hours a day basically like dude so, yeah
0: but i'll tell you this the only bad side is like there are two things one my downstairs is cooler than my upstairs and it's super like you know it's like cool air because it's so like crisp and clear uh and then secondly when i had uh, my guide come out yesterday and like check the pump um I was trying to trace back the, the pump line from my condensate pump because it's in the basement. Mm-hmm. So it has to push up the, the water to wherever it like, disperses at. He goes, they probably got you because 9, times out of 10, you don't have to replace a whole unit. And I'm like, yeah, I realized that after I replaced the whole unit. <laughs> <laughs> like my spidey sense was taking like, yo, know, I really just bought a new furnace and and um but I, that makes me mad but well, i didn't mean to make you mad i'm trying to get well that. so the the reason why it kind of triggered was because i paid like seventeen hundred dollars to replace the um uh, the coil in my upstairs unit unit mm-hmm. it's been flawless like five that's, years.
1: that's the furnace
0: or the ac uh well it's a it's, it's a hvac com- combo yeah. unit okay yeah so I like that was I, I swallowed that pill. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, right? Yeah. As opposed to like uh the quote was maybe like three k or something like that. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just replace the coil. Yeah. But then when the guy told me yesterday, he's like, yeah, you probably it it was probably okay, and I'm like, God,
1: God. I mean, it's tough, you know. Like there there are those times where, you know i i've i've been in that same position right where i feel like i made a mistake and i I paid for something i didn't need to but at the same time i just kind of like you know what
0: dude how many times did i tell you like my ac's out yeah
1: i mean like that's that's exactly what i was gonna say right (laughs) It's like, do you keep dumping five or $600 every month into your broken down vehicle, or do you try to save up a little bit and trade it in or buy something new, right? And so at some point, like, yeah, you just kind of have to bite the bullet and go buy something really nice that you are going to enjoy. No, I mean, like, look, I, I did the same thing, like, 15 years ago. Oh, maybe not that long. 10 years ago when I had to do a new furnace, right? Like, the one that was in here, I'm pretty sure was the original from, like, 1972. (laughs) Like, that thing was way over gone. Um, And, I mean, I probably paid, I think it was five or six grand. You know, one of the companies that had a deal with the gas company, where it was like, we'll just add, you know, equal payments over time, and we'll just add it to your gas bill. And I'm like, well, I mean, my gas bill is basically nothing at this point, so sure, whatever, and... It was fine. I mean, over five years, I paid it off. Um, But it's still like it was one of those where when I was done, I was like, I feel like I probably paid way more than I should have. (laughs) I won't won't call out the company because other people really like them. I just I felt like. You know, it's one of those deals where they got you. They got me signed up for the. You know, well, if you sign up for the you know plan, then this or the call is free. We won't charge you the hundred and seventy nine dollars. We God, I know, right? Ah, oh. <laughs> every time, every time they get you. But see, that was the deal with Streamline when they came out. The guy was like, "Look, it's it was basically sixty dollars more if I enrolled in the plan, which gave me a one year family plan that is attached to the hot water heater." So that if there's ever an issue, basically I get priority, you know, service from Streamline. They'll come out and take blah 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 for one year, uh, for sixty extra bucks. And I was like, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I spent I spent sixty bucks a day on on crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I I'm not saying first world problems, <laughs> just like like real world like, and and that's okay. So. Th- No, I mean, you're you're right. Like,
1: I, right, I, I go out and drop 60 bucks on stuff that I definitely don't need. So, like, you know, that, that was one of those things where I didn't feel bad about that one. Like, I'm still just, I was very pleased with my streamlined service. I will also say, uh, USC Flooring, uh, based out of Durham, did my flooring here. Oh, really? They did an excellent job. Um, Modesto, I think is uh was his name. It was a man who's uh I think is running everything over there, but he came in and made sure that everything was good. Got his crew in. They did a great job keeping everything nice and clean. Like went through and cleaned everything up when they were done, you know. Sorry, I just I mean, I've been doing a bunch of remodels, so I like
0: to if, if people no, do it, good work, right? Like, I mean, so my thing is like uh I I always ask like people that are, that are in those trades like fair deal. Like, I don't care. If it's like $2,000, it's yep. $2,000. But Fairdale for me means like good quality work, you make a profit, and I don't have to talk to my wife about how much money I spent.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not unreasonable, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like if I have to ask for permission, and I've gotta do some stuff like floors, and uh, I'm gonna do a kitchen remodel, and master bedroom remodel. Ooh. And then I'll see, like, in my basement. So my basement is my basement, but it's a room, but it's not a room because there's no... We're external. really
1: learning a lot here, ladies and gentlemen. Andre's basement is a basement, and it's a room,
0: but it's not a room. What? Well, a- <laughs>
1: Those are literally the words that just came out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> so it's got a family room, right? Yeah. So it's like an apartment. So that's where my, like, and it's got, like, A million cameras, so, like, that's my, um, (laughs) This
1: is becoming weirder and weirder.
0: It's
2: like an apartment,
1: you know, where people come (laughs) and stay. So I have a bazillion cameras so I can spy
0: on them while they're in my house. It's not creepy. (laughs) It's just Andre. (laughs) No, it's it's because, like, I want to make sure it's safe. Right. Because it's the one thing where, like, I can't hear it. If you go to my front door, and
1: and you had there's so just to be clear, it's not it's a basement, but there's access out from right from the bottom, so you can
0: people could be coming in from the backside, right? Yeah, fair enough. Okay, after you like embarrass me, (laughs) no, I just I don't have the patience for this shit today. (laughs) Well, then we picked the wrong day to record
1: this podcast. That's all I'm here for, Andre.
0: No, that makes yeah. perfect sense. I understand. Yeah. So that's like, that's like my one, like, and I, and I'm like, um, I'm a security guy. I'm like soft spots, like harden them up. Um, and like, but yeah, it's, it could literally be like its own apartment. It's got a bathroom, a, a room. You can like put a bed in crap. Uh, does it have a kitchenette? No. Okay. I was actually going to do that when we built the house, but I, I decided mean, you, not yeah, to, you know, some people like that, you know, like I'm not
1: I don't think I would be comfortable even if I had like a dead bowl. Right. Like just having other people living in my house. Oh, never you know? that. like no, but like that's a pe- thing that people do, you know, where it's like, oh I'll, you know, we have this apartment that we rent on our house and I'm like
0: <laughs> That's a northern thing though. <laughs> I like, mean seriously. yeah it
1: is more of a northern thing. You're not right you're not wrong about that. And like my parents did that like they had a room that they rented to some person you know like randomly at (laughs) one point (laughs) not when i was alive but before that uh though we did we did have a german au pair that came over that was funny jesus christ well no so it was really like some friend of my dude what are we
0: talking about i don't even (laughs) know
1: it's a podcast like (laughs) just going from one thing to the next Fine, I won't tell my German au pair story. No, we'll just now move to, on. No, I have to hear it now because <laughs> like, like this guy had an au pair? So I don't remember who it was, but some friends of my parents had through you know one of the like the agencies or whatever found some girl that was going to come over and stay with them for the summer <laughs> from Germany, and she was like a you know nanny or whatever, <laughs> and so then. Her other friend was supposed to come with her, but then the family, like, backed out at the last second. And so my parents' friends were like, hey, totally random, but would you want a German au pair for the summer? And my mom's like, I don't really think we need one. And they're like, well, she doesn't really have anywhere else to stay. And they were like, well, I mean, I so they talked about it. And they were like, fine. She was great. Like, her family came at one point and stayed with us, which was hilarious because – like, she didn't tell my parents that her family was coming to stay with us. <laughs> it was like, my family's coming. And they're like, oh, great. And then they got there, like, so where are you guys staying? And they're like, here. And they're like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but, yeah. That's happening right now. So that's how Chris had a German au pair. All well, that. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Her name was Her name was Sabina. I remember at one point she dated the uh, a chef from Sizzlers. That's weird. Why is that weird? That he was a chef at Sizzlers, or that I remember no, that,
0: that? That you remember Sizzlers at all?
1: Well, I, Sizzlers was a big thing in California. I mean, like, really? Oh yeah, that was like I mean, cool. back when buffets ruled the world.
0: <laughs> well, I speaking of which, cooking. I was um, I read an article on Vox, and um, they were saying how people that don't eat beef or chicken are kind of healthier. But duh. And well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> end of topic. Yeah, moving on. No, I mean I I, uh, I, I glanced at that article. I didn't get a re- chance to read through it too much uh, before we started, but yeah, you know I like. Because it was also approaching things from the climate standpoint, right? Like right. the impact that we over, overall have on climate. And I mean, this is Joe Biden's coming for our burgers. Like, you know, we're not going to be able to eat, but one hamburger a month, said Tucker Carlson. Sorry. <laughs> I know. We just, we just sat here and said, don't give the crazy okay, people you, any uh, airtime. Right. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> now, now you're going to do some beeps, bro. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Yo, if I ever met that dude on the street, I, I would probably get in charge that day. Do you know what?
1: It doesn't even bother me that I have to do some bleeps because I, like. Let's talk about technology. DaVinci Resolve. <laughs> it's my jam now. <laughs> so like, I know. You, know. you were talking about it before we started recording. Like, I, I went through and did everything because last week when I was sitting here doing the audio, I was like, why am I not? editing the video at the same, like, it literally have to make the exact same cuts. This makes no sense that I would sit here and work through the audio without having the video attached to it. And so this time I was like, I'll just import it all and work with it that way. And through that process, like I was struggling a little bit with some of the audio editing because it wasn't as, it wasn't the same interface that I was used to with Audacity. But when I finally did a little bit of Googling and YouTube watching and discovered the little music note thing. It's super simple. Like I can just go in and be like, I want to cut this and I'm going to drop my little tone in here. And then it's perfect. So yeah, you can say (laughs) 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 all you want. That's going to sound great.
0: (laughs) I will say this DaVinci Resolve is okay. Okay. This is not a paid promotion. None of this I, is.
1: Just to be clear, we don't get paid for these opinions. Yeah. These are legitimate beliefs. There is nothing influencing this other than the fact that we like these services and or products and have used them ourselves.
0: Yeah. I'm a developer. Like, and Yeah.
1: So everything sucks in this guy's mind.
0: Until you prove me wrong. <laughs> like, uh, like that's, that's my disclaimer. Like, yeah. I don't believe you. Um, but DaVinci Resolve... I'm a developer. I write code. Like, unless I wrote it, I don't believe it. DaVinci Resolve makes me feel super confident that I can actually do something well. And it's a completely different skill set. So, and, and I, like, I'm not kidding you. Like, I really feel like I'll get, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to edit a video. <laughs> and I'll <don't> feel stupid. <laughs> like, that's how yeah. confident I feel with with uh, DaVinci Resolve, so and,
1: and yeah, I mean, I just so that everybody understands, and this is not meant in any way as like a derogatory, you know, knock on Andre or his skill sets, but like that's not where he usually feels comfortable. Like, yeah, give him a dark screen with lots of letters and <laughs> numbers and stuff like that. Like, but going into this world of visual graphics, like when he put together the intro and the outro graphics and sent it to me, and I'm like. Who are you? And what have you done with my friend Andre? Because, like, that's just... But I was so cool, and that was part of what motivated me to get into DaVinci Resolve, too. That,
0: and then... No, he was like, if he can figure it out.
1: Well, it wasn't even that, but then all the news with Audacity, um, and then one... But more important than that was I wanted to be able to do some of the clips that we've been releasing. So I'm sure if you're watching this, which is probably not going to be cut up into an individual clip, so... Anyways, it's the full episode. So thanks for watching the full episode and making it an yeah, hour. Thank end. you. Um, we have started releasing three, two, four, sometimes longer segments of each podcast every week. I try to find three or four specific kind of things that we talk about that I think are really interesting or that everybody would like. Um, because we we understand that not everybody has time to sit down and watch a full hour and a half podcast. Um, sometimes you just, Or listen to or it. Listen yeah. to it. Um, and sometimes you just want to be able to get to a specific thing. And so um, it seems like people have been responding well to those. And so our plan is to continue doing that. But that was actually my main motivation was because I wanted to start doing some of those things and putting together trailers. And Andre had done the initial edit on the first episode that we had done recording with Riverside. And so when he sent me that, I was like, okay, well, now I got to download DaVinci Resolve and figure out how to use it so I can make all these other things that we need. <laughs> and yeah, like same thing. As soon as I got into it, it was really intuitive. Um, a couple of little hiccups there here and there, but the community or you know documentation or videos and everything on YouTube, there's so much out there that it takes, it takes me hardly any time when I feel like I'm stuck. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, why am I... Trying to solve this myself, somebody else yeah. already can tell me how to do this, and that—that that was it. Was I was like, "How do I edit audio better in DaVinci Resolve?" And it was like, <laughs> "Click the music tab, dumbass." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I really, I really, 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 really enjoy DaVinci Resolve, um, and it's not like it's not a budgetary constraint for us. It's like if we say, "Hey, let's buy an audio mixer," we'll figure that out and we'll, we'll buy it if it's gonna help us um, but what it was what was intriguing me when I started like I was being I was geeking out like the most tutorials Final Cut Pro or DaVinci Resolve how to do this and like how to do this and I kept seeing DaVinci Resolve showing up in like the top like 10 results like well let me download that and see if it's a thing and then remember I am not. Well, actually, that's that's not, that's that's so not true. I can draw. Yes, like that's that's the thing. So when I I I I diminish my own skill set when I say I'm not creative. Like, no, actually, I am. I can paint, right? Acrylics rock. Everything else is it sucks. My older brother does oils, and he's an asshole for that. But that's okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> I love you, Emery, But you suck. Um, I, I can't do oils. Uh, so I, I am kind of a creative. But so it was kind of like, let me just try it out. And I, I would have to say without using Final Cut Pro, I might do it just like because I might do like a, a comparison. DaVinci is good enough. And it helps people that Feel like is intimidating, make it not as intimidating. So
1: yeah, I mean that that's my that would be my biggest probably thumbs up you know or, or plus for DaVinci Resolve because I uh, have had some experience editing in the past. I've used Final Cut Pro, I've used Adobe Premiere, um, I even tried that's, using iMovie mm. at one point. <laughs> Anyways, um, DaVinci Resolve so far it it has, I mean the fact that it's free. First off, like it's, amazing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like why there's
0: nothing that we
1: need that DaVinci resolve does not provide. Right? right. Like at, at the end of the day, we are not so doing
0: a, we're not doing a movie.
1: Right. We're not doing, you know, heavy motion graphics, right? Like right. anything like that, like we're doing some very simple stuff. And so we really just need a fairly simple editor. The nice thing about DaVinci resolve is that it lets you do that while making it look good i mean i'm not right. trying to like say our videos are the most amazing but i love the new format the way that we're able to put everything in the frame like even all of that stuff they provide tutorials on how to create frames right like they create they had the um actually no, that was that's riverside. riverside that's riverside yeah so i gotta give them credit for that but another platform that so far i've really enjoyed um you know and, and hopefully underscores the fact that we will spend money where we think we need to you know. And
0: that's any small business, like a uh, small business. It doesn't mean like, um, good point. Like Riverside thumbs up like to,
1: I, I'll be honest. On. I was very skeptical. Any, really? any kind of just like the, the online platform i you know, cause I didn't understand the local recording at the time. um, Yeah, their
0: tech was kind of vague. It was a black box.
1: But once we got into it and started actually getting the end results, I was like, oh, wow, these guys have done a lot to make this, again, like just very simple. Like if you're not a huge audio editing processing geek like this guy and like riverside's great because it makes it easy to track your levels like get everything in it you know and then again davinci resolve like you drop your audio tracks in there it has some very you know like good basic audio processing filters and stuff like that that you can do it's i I don't know i mean i i love tools that make it easy for people to look like they know exactly what they're doing yeah
0: and that's what that's like that should be the purpose of software right um not salesforce
1: Oh, don't! I want to prove that every salesperson out there has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> That's what I'm pretty sure the guy who built Salesforce set out to do. God,
0: God! Sorry, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. God, make it stop. God, just to... no, I. <laughs> oh man all right let me get back on track so i'll say this riverside awesome company uh awesome product davinci resolve your model works please don't change it we'll buy it but please don't change it like we'll figure out how like if we need to buy it it's not really the question the the thing is you can get people to upgrade their subscription or, or, like license without like changing anything. Like, like I'm a, I'm literally a developer. I don't understand what Chris understands, but we were able to take our workflow and make it work between two people. And I'm the least experienced in this area. If that makes sense. Does that make sense, Chris? Yes. Like I'm literally like the guy, like, Does it show up on the show? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's
1: (laughs) and and I guess that's what I because you're right. Like, I I don't want to sell your your underlying creative skills short. Um, It is more from an experience standpoint in this particular medium. I realize that like that was very far outside of your you know experience and really comfort comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you have stated repeatedly, I don't want to learn how to edit audio. Stop screwing around or you're going to make me learn how to edit audio and then like that was part of the thing when you jumped at the opportunity to to do the video stuff and were so like look what i did check this out i was like that's awesome i mean because that's the feeling that everybody should have when they work with a software tool like that right Right. like look at what i was able to do you know ultimately like maybe I didn't have a specific idea when I came in here, but the tool helped me to figure out something cool that I could do with it. Or I knew exactly what I wanted and the tool made it so that I was able to do what I wanted. Like those are, those are the two things that I feel like each, any kind of software tool. And then especially when it comes to this type of editing and producing content, right? I mean, that's
0: content is king. So speaking of which, like (laughs) I I was uh, reading an article, um, Pardon me. Yesterday. And if you're trying to build a platform or a website.
1: You need four strong
0: legs. (laughs) Sorry. You added the website part before I could get my (laughs) Technically, that's not true. You can actually build a foundation with three pillars. But um, aside from that, that's the technical part. What are you going to do
1: on your weird little triangle platform? Huh? (laughs)
0: Uh, you, I'll be over here probably... rocking
1: and dancing on my square platform. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, "I'm afraid to get too close
0: to that But even even a square platform needs something in the center, and that's what the peak of a triangle does. Like, like just for support. What if you're if you're an architect? Please, like, dispute me. No, I mean I, I, I built... understand
1: that triangles are very strong and that they're you know, like, no, I get that point. But the, this, uh, you're telling me that because yours is a triangle, you don't need something in the center. You, you technically
0: don't, yeah. Okay. The distance will be the same from from any angle. I built it quite a few decks, just just for the record. Any um, triangular one? Actually, yes, actually, I did build one. So, um, yes. Just out here being a an And I'm trying to argue with like not argue with myself because the base of the triangle was against the foundation of the, of the home Uh and it really doesn't count. I I mean, it
1: it does. It's fine. I understand what you're saying. Yes. That that, the, the center point is equidistant from all of the extremes.
0: Yeah. Um, what was I saying before you, gosh, I don't know. Oh, content is king. Yeah. Yes, if you're if you're trying to build a plat like write more, uh, figure out different media types and figure out ways to do those things. That's what we're trying. To, we're, we're really trying to like, of course, talk as friends and brothers, but also understand what helps us to build our own com- like uh, community and uh, build our audience. Um, right, I think.
1: I, don't know. We, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit in the past but probably not in as much depth as we could have and ultimately like I think there's two reasons that we kind of do this right one is what you already said which is to talk and just like be friends right like I mean this is a great opportunity each week for us to shoot the shit and talk about things that we want to talk about and The other piece, like the whole reason that we record these now and publish them is because we believe there is some value in these conversations being had, right? Yeah. And that we can increase or multiply the value of that by sharing that content with other people. And so the best way to do that is for us to understand what kinds of content people like and how they like to consume it. And so we've been... Really, I mean, yeah, like from the very beginning, I think kind of tweaking and adjusting and fine tuning what it is that we're doing to try and determine like, how do we best serve our audience while still providing ourselves the platform to be able to do what we want to do, which is hang out and talk. Like, that's why we still do hour and a half podcasts where we ramble on and sure, we have like 50 things (laughs) in a list and I'm just going (laughs) to talk about my German au pair that's not on there. Like.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's... Because if we were having lunch, we would talk about your German au exactly. it, does, like, it doesn't matter. Because those right.
1: are the things that come up, right? Those are the conversations that we have. And not just me and you. Like, these are the conversations we all have every day with each other. And maybe now more than ever, I feel like that's something that we really need. And I don't know. I'm, being, I'm yeah. getting all... Ooh, no, it's hippie, okay. Hippie, I'll, but, I'll... Yeah, but it's
0: true. Like, I think
1: people spend so much time
0: on surface level bs well
1: and and, yeah like focused on talking and not listening right i mean like that's that's the beauty of this right here is that at the end of the day like i have to shut up to hear what you're gonna say if i just keep talking the whole time like i'm not gonna hear you and so like i get to take time to sit back and listen and absorb and think like man he's so wrong in so many ways i can't wait to explain to him
0: or (laughs) you have to shut up because (laughs) like he's gonna punch me in the face. But but it's very true. Like, I, I think that a lot of times, um, you know, uh, so last week I talked about very haphazardly, like, these are the conversation guys have at the grill. And I, I, I kind of picked up on that because of something I saw on Twitter. No, guys talk about things. We, like, guys, men, whatever. We talk about things. We just don't, like, publicize them. Right? And I think it's okay just to, like, talk. I I literally say whatever I want to say, no matter where I'm at, like, all the time. Gets me in a lot of trouble. 100% of the time. Like, I never fail. See, and I'm not that way, <laughs> except when we're on this
1: podcast. And I guess, like, you must just bring it out at me, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm just, you know, f- yeah Mississippi, no- Louisiana, every other state in the South that's got a really crappy education
0: system. Like, yeah, you guys are ignorant arkansas what are you doing
1: like you were the only state capital in the entire country that doesn't have a major highway go through it do you realize that that's how much the rest of us don't like you really yeah little rock does not have a major interstate that goes through it did not know that yeah see you learn something new every day
0: well every week when you talk to me yeah (laughs) Like you intentionally like, <laughs> like look for shots to take. Like Arkansas. These I mean, this is
1: this is how my brain works, though. Like I, I discover these little facts, and then for some reason my brain's like, oh, I'm going to store that up here.
0: But the the soul of this of these conversations are like, uh, and I, I'm open about it. I don't discount therapy. I think that there are things that you can do prior to therapy, right? Having good friends, having your circle, being honest with people, uh, being honest with people, disagreeing with what, what what you say. But I've I've raised the bar and said, I'm going to do that publicly. There are times where we'll have a podcast and we'll like I'll share it with my sons. And I'm like, I, I didn't agree. But and that's OK, because my goal is to be the best Andre I can be all the time. We've had my brother-in-law, uh, Chris's dad, Bob. Love you, Bob. Happy birthday! Give you a shout out. You didn't call me for your birthday or like invite me to the party, but well, that's okay. It wasn't really one this year. Doesn't matter. I've got my cootie shot, but it's like helping you, like building a foundation and a group of people that support you good times, bad times, agree, disagree. Because if you have the right people around you, they're gonna make you stronger. Um, We talk about things that, you know, like openly, if this podcast, if if this channel on YouTube becomes successful, it's not just for us. We wanna share that with other people. Like this worked for us, this didn't work. So what worked for us? Riverside's working for us. Uh, DaVinci Resolves works for us. Um, I, I, what's He's not marketing? working for us. Facebook. Facebook's Facebook garbage.
1: Please do me a favor and eat a big fat bag of dicks because no matter how much content I share on that, I get... One person reached. Two people reached. And I know it's it's your wife. Chris, like It's literally you're... just your wife. But we have like 23 followers. So how is it? right? Oh, same thing on Instagram. I can share something on Instagram. And I know what it is. I, I know what it is. This is Chris's crazy conspiracy corner for cookie <laughs> concepts and other stuff. But I don't even remember what it is because it's been so long since we did it. They are – I know what they're doing. No, they are restricting <laughs> the ability of pages to reach their audience because they want people to pay for the advertising. I get it. But then just don't make pages free. Don't make it a thing where it's like, oh, come get your page and then you can reach your audience. Chris, shut f- up. Shut up. Well, that
0: here's easy. here's why. That you're like you're 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 in the rabbit hole. One, <laughs> you're the marketer. <laughs> I'm the certified geek, right? Then you look at it, you're the marketer, I'm the guy that's shrewd businessman. Right? So am I just always the marketer? <laughs> Wait, but you, I, I don't Andre see that. As,
1: 50 different hats and Chris is just marketer, marketer, no, you're, but you're, marketer, you're marketer, re-
0: marketer, marketer, marketer. So uh, disclaimer, I believe that marketers are more valued or more valuable than what people value them at, basically. When times are good, you hire more. Times are lean. First person, you lay off. But when you're trying to rebuild, who do you need? Marketing. The the people that understand what your customers, clients,
1: how do you, how do you get your product or your service to your customers? That's right. what marketing is.
0: I mean, ultimately, like
1: it's, it's how do you get people to, to trust you, to, to, you know, want your product? I was just explaining this to Helena the other day. I don't even remember what it was. she Stop doing that. To <laughs> well, no, She's but like, like, I was just like, whatever, seven years old. You need to understand. <laughs> it's like people pay, you know, to have a product associated with something that people like. Right. And the reason they do that is because when they see something that they like, and then they see a product, the hope is if they like this thing and they see it associated with this product, they'll go, Oh, I might like that product too.
0: But every company needs a guy like me. I was told by <laughs> just
1: like, the guy, a, who doesn't guy. Listen to the marketer. <laughs> I was
0: told by an executive at E area. You're the guy. And I'm paraphrasing that makes sure the time that the trains get to the station on time yeah i i'm that guy like i am wired that way no matter what you say to me it's like yeah but will it be two (laughs) o'clock
1: andre doesn't care how many people are on the train he just cares that the train gets where it's supposed to be at the time it's supposed to be there right I'm so, the one geez. who's like but is are people enjoying their ride on the train? How can we make the ride more enjoyable? How can we make right. them feel like by riding on this train they're somehow completing some grand like event in life and They'll totally never forget this
0: moment Totally don't care nope. I want them to be comfortable Ooh.
1: How can I make some pop culture reference in my marketing e- efforts in order to entice people to do this uh, You'll figure it out You'll figure it out <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to keep blowing my nose because my allergies are just driving me nuts. And I, I know I'm going to listen to this later and be like,
0: oh, I can't talk about coffee like I can't breathe in my nose. I'll be like, why do I record a podcast like that? This is one time where we are literally all over the place. Yes, um, no, this
1: is probably the least organized episode that we have had in a while. And I blame not... myself entirely. <laughs> I am just like, today has been a day. Uh, my stair project was a little frustrating,
0: you know. It's, it, but it's worth it. It though. is. No, I mean, like, it's. But I do want to all Like, you got to bleep that out. Oh, no. I want to all over Facebook. I hate Facebook.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, again, like, I understand what they're
0: doing. No, no you don't. No, I do. Like, I do understand what they're doing. I understand. Have you seen their. F- you got to bleep this out, too? <laughs> Have you seen their. F- Commercials. Yes, we care they're about security. Everywhere. Yeah, because they know oh, that they mess no, up. No, 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 no. Oh, not the, that one. The privacy, the privacy commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I, I said private uh, privacy or
0: security, but I meant privacy. Yeah. No, I mean they're, they they're going whole hog on
1: that. They're trying to convince people
0: that and they're super specific. They're going. They've, yeah. They've got a uh, Hispanic male. Uh, Middle Eastern or Asian, not trying to, I'm old, please forgive me. They've got somebody that's not white, like doing the same bit, like two different types of that person in two different commercials. Sure. Are you effing kidding me? I mean, I'm that's done. that's where
1: advertising is going, right? Like, if advertisers had it their way, what they would do is they would have a different version of each commercial based with, with, diff- with a different skin tone group. And based on the skin tone of the person watching the ad, they would just say, this is the one that we want to show them. Look, it's you and your friends, because it's impossible for you to imagine yourself as anybody other than white. I... I I'm sorry, but, like, that shit gets offensive to me, where it's like, you really nope. think that I'm that, I mean, and I, trust me, I, I, I see the look in your face, and I know, right? Yeah, it's offensive to you, Chris, but, but it is. <laughs> like, how fucking stupid do you think I am that I don't recognize that you think that you have to pander to me with some white male in order for me to associate with your product? Like, that's not – I'm sorry. I'd like to think that I've evolved a little bit beyond that as a human. Like, I can recognize – I mean, you're right. I uh, – sorry. I am all over the place today. I know that I'm I'm not like everybody else in, in part because I have that marketer's brain. And so when I'm watching these things, that's what I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, so the reason that these are people are like this and the reason they chose these people is because they think it's going to, to – Basically, send a specific message, right? There's there's some underlying right. tone to all of this that they're trying to convey, and that's part of the fun for me is like, what the f are they really trying to say? <laughs> like, but,
0: like, do you want to decode every message though? Right? No, exactly. Like that's, that's that's the problem. All right? When so, my problem with marketing, and I'm a a and L guy, right? Sales, revenue, whatever you want to call it, bottom line, I am, I am a and L guy. I do not want to decode all the time what, like, top-line revenue sales means to my bottom line, especially when I'm relaxing. Marketing has turned into that trope. It is the trope of stupidity and- Lowest common denominator,
1: right? Like, what is the easiest way for me to sell my product?
0: Right, and that that just annoys- No, I agree.
1: so like in sports people feel like the nerds right have ruined baseball and basketball because everybody just oh, jacks yeah. up three pointers <laughs> and you know the all of the baseball rules where it's like oh no we have to have 17 pitchers to get through a single game uh and i do agree to some degree like yeah we miss some of those elements of the old style that was, of the way that things were done i think in a lot of ways those same kind of ideas have ruined marketing like there used to be an art form to marketing right like there was a, there was an artistry sure. to, to how you craft your message to how you associate it to to understanding where the trends were without without shooting fish in a barrel which is where i feel like we are now where it's like you know the nerds at some point said well your marketing campaign over here is generating a 16.1% return whereas this one's generating a 16.3 and it's like okay cool like i I mean sixteen point one sounds pretty good. Sixteen point three like that sounds like they're pretty much the same. No, 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 we have to go with sixteen point three. And then everything from that point forth is done based on this one I mean, we went through the same thing at E area, right? Like one one case of something working was now this is how we have to do it every single time, you know? And then but I don't know, I'm I'm going again. I'm sorry. I'm really so all over the you,
0: place. <laughs> so but to be fair, like E area they, they focus on one data point. Yeah. Right. The Fortune five I worked at, they didn't, they didn't. They actually had uh, five to seven year like projections. They knew, like, for example, the LGBTQ community. And if I I missed a letter, I, I apologize. Um, they were early on that whole like pivot. Sure. They were early on the African-American woman. And their spending dollars they were early on women spending more like actually thirty percent more on um, um what what's the name of that category uh discretionary spending and in that category there's like dining out et cetera etc cetera. they broke it right. down into so many different pieces, but they were like on tip typically on average they were like two years early and they change their marketing that's the only reason I, I understand marketing yeah i don't know i mean like i
1: i feel like those are the examples
0: like but I, it doesn't matter it, it it doesn't matter right like the, the, society why, proves it why, why, why
1: do why do we need our companies to be at the forefront of this messaging right
0: right like
1: why aren't we as the oh my god <laughs> Life. I forgot to get a picture of this, but so this weekend I went to uh, Virginia International Raceway for the Moto America uh, bike racing, which was awesome. By the way, oh, it's the first time I ever Dude, that video was amazing. Yeah, I mean, 187 miles per hour going down this, the back stretch there. Um, but I saw this kid couldn't have been more than 16 walking around with a, a black shirt with white text that said awake in giant letters. But not woke. <laughs> underneath, And I wanted to be like, what's the difference?
0: <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> there's a. Dude, there's a lot. There's a there's a big difference. Like awake means like. I'm not surprised by what's happening around me.
1: I just I mean, like, our, but our, is this where we're at? Like well I mean yes for generations I that, like, for generations that co- co-opted no, as this term and sure like you don't want to call yourself woke but like do you need to wear a t-shirt that announces I'm awake like wouldn't we know that based on your actions is it I mean that's where I'm at like it's just like do I need a Black Lives Matter flag in my front yard or is it okay if I just go out and treat people equally not based on the color of their skin right like that's you're
0: you're like. You're at the top end of your generation, right? So two years it's on the three years the best. Around.
2: Nothing's <laughs> gonna keep me down.
0: Dude. <laughs> so yes, your you, age you, group. Yeah, your age group is I'm, the I'm, tail end of my age group.
1: We're right. I I am the basically right at the beginning of my millennial generation 83 84 right
0: yeah and i was so born in 84 yeah. so right so you're the top end like if if you look at the whole that whole spectrum sure but what does that like, what does that
1: mean i mean
0: like it, it means basically like you are probably aware of some of the stupid stuff that happens prior to you going to first grade or like or or entering middle school where Like you really were aware of those things, Mm -hmm. so yes, that T-shirt makes a lot of sense, right? You're aware of it. Question is, what do you do, right? How do you you influence that? No, that's. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like,
1: but that's that's where I I I don't know.
0: You're you're parking in the speed I am.
1: I I just don't get it. I don't. I don't. It's
0: actually, it's actually not a bad, I would buy that t-shirt because like, I'm aware of what's happening around me. I'm trying to do things to influence my environment, right? Woke, in my opinion, is, oh, get killed by cops, right? Oh, we beat up Jewish people. Yo, that pissed me off so bad to watch like that guy get beat up in the middle of freaking New York. I mean, like that that that's my point it's like i i can't be enraged by these things without understanding that it was happening yesterday and that's the difference between like in my opinion like woke is like oh that really happened it's a disbelief it's a shock value i think woke is a it's basically shock value awareness (laughs) Awake is like, yo, I can't look at you as family. Seriously, like, think about it this way: I, if I just go off my emotional, like, like point of reference, yo, white people are crazy, yo. I, I just don't rock with them. Yeah, these guys, they put mayonnaise in everything, yo. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. Or why do I have to? like justify what, what I do. Like you've heard me say these things. I've had to justify my existence at a company yeah. and I can do the job better than like two thirds of the people I work with. Right. Who is that?
1: And and what do you do here?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Let me catch you. <laughs> I am just like I am hitting every single one of the nerves for Andre today. I'm sorry. I, I, I I'm telling you like I just, today has just been a really weird day. I don't, I don't, I'm not
0: trying to piss you off. I'm just. But, but you see my point though, right? Yeah. So you're, but you, because I taught you because I wasn't just being like, yeah, it's just me. I taught you. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I am aware, right? You're aware in your way to the fact that, yo, shit's not the way we believe it to be. Right. Woke is like, I saw it. I heard about it. Did that really happen? That's why George Floyd didn't change the world. He made motherfuckers aware of what was actually happening to them. That's my point. Like, you're proving my fucking point right now. You see what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> if I told you, Chris, yeah. right, we go outside. I'm like, yo, man. Like, when I taught you about my son, go, like, struggling in school and the things he like had to deal with mm-hmm. you got to see because you trusted me and like you let me into your world and you're like you know that's not okay you're awake so when it happens again you're not like oh that really happens there's a personal connection of no i know somebody and it's not like i have a black friend right there is a different there's a difference. Well, you have a, a I- very like a strong personal
1: connection with it it's it's more than just anecdotal right i know somebody that this happened to it's like somebody that i care deeply about has been affected by this i guess
0: in some ways like i so you're at my if i'm being honest you're at my level on how i feel about like social awareness
1: yeah i mean that's i think that's what it really boils down to and i feel like in a lot of ways that shirt maybe struck a nerve in a in a sense because it's like Because to me, it just feels like another way of claiming superiority when it comes to social awareness, right? And and I just like I that's not right. This whole like oh I'm woke, like I'm not down with the whole woke thing because I don't give a shit. like at the end of the day, if you're woke, like that doesn't mean anything to me, right? Like woke is not influencing the way that you're behaving. It's simply influencing the the way that you. Are perceived. are perceived right and that's worth very little to me and so it, it changes, right don't apologize change the behavior and i feel like woke is like man that's crazy i'm sorry you know it's like no <laughs> that's not that's not the point I, I i don't need you to apologize i need you to help me figure out how we fix this and, and that's
0: so we're probably at the same level of like yeah go like I don't want to talk about what happened yesterday like what do we do to like different today to fix it
1: i i think part of it i guess is that to me that specific shirt and message is, is taking is i guess like spending the energy on like on woke Yo, folk where it's like don't fucking people are making money off that them. well no i know they are so i mean I, so, that's
0: that's what frustrates me it's like don't make money off of my despair
1: well okay that too right like this whole yeah like there's a profit like I, in it for I, everybody somewhere, right, at the end of the day. Like, somebody's making money off of it, but where's that money going? What is that money being used to do, right? Oh, like, Black Lives Matter, and I know oh. we've, we've talked about the organization, but just, like, shirts, flags, all that stuff, right? That money goes somewhere. So what is that money going towards? Is it going to just making more shirts and flags and more crap for them to sell so that they can drag in more money? Or are they finding a way to... Redirect some of that profit to actual, like benefit you know, benefit people. I don't know. I'm not saying one way or the other because I haven't done the research. But I'm just like that's where I start to kind of look at: Are you making a difference, or are you just profiting off
0: of this? I'm going to say it because this is how I feel. And (laughs) like, hate if you want to hate, get mad if you want to get mad, but do not profit off my despair. Like that's how I feel about Black Lives Matter. I watched um, one of the co-founders of that organization on, um, and and yo, I I will I will invite you personally to help me understand it because to be fair, that episode on defund the police gave me a different perspective. I still don't agree with the message. I don't agree with Kamal Bell. Well,
1: we we have, you and I have never agreed with the with the general idea of defunding the police. Right? It's like yeah, we're, I, we're not here to cancel the police force. Right?
0: Yeah. I, I just think like yo, figure out a better way to say what you're trying to say. Yeah. Speak plainly to people. Yeah, you can yell don't defund s- police because that
1: you know that sounds great at a rally when you're angry. Yo, that's about what stuff, President right? that's
0: what President Obama said. He said he actually said that's a catchy phrase. I was like. Oh, Kamal went at like Kamal Bell went at President Obama like that. So Kamal Bell, if you're listening, you're probably not. Like, help me understand. Like, I'm an East Coast boy. You're a West Coast boy, right? I think we want the same thing. There's got to be a better way. You got. Hopefully, you understand what I'm saying. We have to agree that messaging and like as I learned in like America's corporate America. Perception is 99% of reality. If that's the message you're giving, now you're turning a lot of people off. Right. But if you speak plainly, if we can speak plainly on what we're actually asking for, what I'm asking for is like, yo, have better budgets for your municipality. If uh, New York can take away a billion dollars from the, the police force, what does that tell you about their budget? <laughs> yeah, that's a billion, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean look, I straight that's straight up not a Trump change, a, right? Yeah, I don't have a billion dollars in my like my checking account. No, I mean, what? There's bi- only
1: like how many billionaires in the world at this point?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so my point being it's like, like, sure, Malcolm X's message was clear. Uh, Martin Luther King's message was clear. Huey Newton's message was clear. We as a as a community, as Black people, as allies, whatever, our message needs to be clear. Yeah. And if defund the police is inflammatory, if it makes people react a certain way, where they stop listening to you, it's a wrong message.
1: Same thing with Change Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. I mean that that created the exact same like friction point. It was yeah. all about that those three words because it gave people something to argue against, right? Well, what about white lives? What about all, all lives matter? Yeah, right? I
0: don't want to explain to you that white people are important. Right. I don't want to explain to you that. I mean, uh, the fact that in this country, people feel the need to have
1: it explained to, to them that white people are important is beyond ridiculous. It's stupid. But, you know, I mean, for all you woke bitches out there, I guess.
0: <laughs> Yo, and, and, I'm, and I love my people and i love the i love people in general i don't like stupid people so i want to be very clear when i say this and there's we don't have enough subscribers to and like uh to absorb the hate so i just want to be very clear when i say this because if you ever tried it like in 10 years like well you said this let me be very clear the issue is like right now in 2021 We, as a country, our Congress passed a law that makes Asian hate crimes a felony, long and short of it. We are trying to celebrate yesterday, right? That was the 24th, am I correct? The 25th. We prepped to celebrate a man's death where I have family members, if I'm being super honest, I'm, I'm gonna come 100% clean with you, that they've gotten the raw end of our, our quote, unquote, judicial systems, like, like, indictment. But we pass laws. So for me, it's been a hard week, right? We're trying to like memorialize George Floyd. Again, disclaimer, just in case people forget it. I don't celebrate the life lost by anybody to be clear. Yeah. Money wasn't an angel. He wasn't a saint, but he didn't deserve to get murdered. Right. I mean, none of us do like like
1: at the end of the day, no human deserves to be murdered.
0: So let's keep it real. Like, let's keep it real. If we're talking about black lives matter. Yeah. I, I, I feel you. What are you really doing? Right
1: what's the real message right
0: what's the message because because like, if it is just
1: black lives matter then you and i aren't here for that
0: right if that's all it is i want to get to the root cause yes systemic uh, systemic racism that is a problem yeah. yes on the in our financial system our policing system our Education political system, system educational system 100% on board with that We've talked about things that we should do. I personally believe, like, let's stop draining opportunities out of our neighborhoods. I can't say that enough. Like, you think the average person selling drugs wants to sell drugs because that's all they want to do? No. It's because it's literally the only opportunity they see. I literally watch, and like, and sure, I'll I'll get criticized for this too, but small audience doesn't matter. I'm watching George Floyd's daughter hold up her fist and chant, say, say his name. I'm like, come on, man. Like, don't put, don't put her in that. Like that, that hurt me. So unless Mr. Crump, Benjamin Crump can tell me why that happened. It looks like a, like, in my opinion, Like, just something to, like, bank on. I mean, a publicity stunt, right? It looks like something to bank on. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to... No, I know. I'm trying But that's, I mean... And I I don't, I can't, I would never do that to my children. No, and, and,
1: you know, we're not sitting here saying that that that's what was 100% done, right? But the optics, the way that it looks,
0: right, the way that it's
1: perceived is like, yeah, I mean...
0: And what we should be doing, like for black people or non-white people, we should figure out a way to circle the wagons, like, and I hate the word ally, but there's no other way to describe this group. Super friends. like, (laughs) Sure, super friends. (laughs) Like, what do we do differently? How do we get people to run for office that are going to support what the actual group slash quote unquote society wants? Yeah. Her culture. Like, I'm not gonna. I don't want to give Marjorie Taylor Greene enough effort, energy to like acknowledge her existence. I don't want to cancel her. Sure, they're racist people, but those those are the things that we do that are self defeating and we spend so many cycles in the media so cnn which has been getting a lot of my eyeballs yo go after yourself stop talking about like this chick remember i
1: mean is it 2008 the world was ending because of sarah palin oh. right how much longer did we actually have to put up with Sarah Palin other than the fact that people wouldn't stop talking about Sarah Palin, right? I mean, like, the media was obsessed with that's her for whatever a, that's reason.
0: That's a good point, yo. And that is with, a baller point.
1: She's gone. Like, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's not even close to that same, like, level. Yo,
0: stop getting on Trump's jock like that, yo. Well, Yeah, I mean, it's... Unless dude's getting convicted for something i don't care about him yeah i i'm with
1: you uh you know like i have i the same thing where it's like twitter social media whatever the news stuff where it's like i start seeing these articles and i'm like don't care i'll tune in when the conviction is finalized
0: yeah either like convict or not
1: convict Yeah. if you don't convict but you know what i, I know... don't care about a, a paneling of a grand jury yeah does it doesn't matter i am not getting excited i don't care i'm not gonna waste my time with it because ultimately who does that affect nobody that i mean other than the people who have to sit on a grand jury for six months and then determine whether or not there's enough evidence like and i check
0: in it check in at month like month one month two like check in don't i i come out
1: yeah you know it's like we were talking about a few weeks ago where it's like You know why? Why I felt was I on Twitter a bunch and was like, oh, because I want the breaking news. And I realized, well, that doesn't matter because if it's actually important enough, it's gonna make its way to me eventually. Like, what does it matter? You know, if I'm the first person to know, oh, so I can tweet and then be like, look at everybody who liked my tweet because I got my tweet out before the other tweeters tweeted. And so the tweety tweety tweet (laughs) tweet tweet tweet
0: tweet. Yo, and I and I get like I respect people at CNN for having a job. And actually, I'm gonna yeah chris cuomo don lemon i'm coming at you we are coming at you yeah we're we're coming at you 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 took our shtick um no i, I had a but, lot of fun actually, writing that by the way that was uh, i hope you i hope you send it and then like you know give them some public love. <laughs> i will say this like um there are a couple things one don lemon it wasn't until COVID, and I actually watched your show and actually listened to what you said, that I actually like you. Like I just I was anti, like Don Lemon, Chris Cuomo. I rock, with you. I rock what you. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie because you say things that like I'm thinking, and I wish I went to law school because um, I would have fun in a courtroom. The conversations that people want to have, and I actually. Mr. Cuomo, I want to say this to you also, specifically. Chris Cuomo, I was saying reasonable people well before you, but we are on the same page. Uh,
1: I mean, it's only one of our our three-pronged attack uh, (laughs) when we go to court against these two. Uh,
0: (laughs) Mr. Lemon. um, Mr. Donald Carlton Lemon. That's his name? Yeah. Mr. Christopher Charles
1: Cuomo and Mr. Donald Carlton Lemon. I mean, Uh, it's pretty appropriate, right?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Seriously, you guys are having conversations that people are probably... He's dancing. I was doing the Carlton. That that people are probably having, and uh, I respect that. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day... uh,
1: I think Andre and I are both fans of Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon over the last year, in particular. They're the the, inter, the exchanges that they had during that handoff period in between their shows on CNN were classic. Were classic. I mean, it's just
0: some really great banter. It's on. It, I mean, it's, banter, it's almost banter. Are like actually talking like friend to friend? Yeah. I, I I don't know. I I consider that to be banter. I guess. Okay. Because I I think it's just like. Uh, I, I consider it conversations because, oh, if I'm okay, being honest, banter is probably a little bit more like it's cheapening what was actually happening. Sure. Yeah,
1: no, that's that's a really good point because they there were times where they were not on the same page, right? That they, right. they didn't agree, and I I don't remember what it was specifically, but there was that one moment where I felt like Chris Cuomo just kept trying to kind of like, but 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 Don but Don and Don was just like, no man, I'm not no, I'm, I'm not here for it. That's those. those, (laughs) And I mean, look. I know that (laughs) we are not Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. Like we're not those guys. We don't have their credentials. But the point I hope people understand is that we are able to have conversations too, right? Like all of us are. Those those same conversations. And it's okay to say, "Hey, man, this is what I think." no (laughs) sorry man like i mean i still love you but no that's that's not the way i see it right and like you and i have times like that and where we don't agree on necessarily exactly where things are but that's okay because ultimately like we take the time to continue to listen to each other we don't shut each other out we continue the conversation and hopefully like you know one or both of us ends up learning something from that right i mean i and
0: I th- I think that you're right. I agree with everything you just said. I think the, uh, the challenge we've had is the past, almost three years. Like, and well be like before this podcast, and, and YouTube stuff. Like there are racial things that were that threw me off my game. Yeah, like, and I struggled, I struggled to look at people I care about in the same light. Um, and I, I felt alienated and that is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I struggled.
1: No. And I think, you know, for me, while I wasn't going through the same thing, seeing somebody that was such a close personal friend and somebody that I cared about so much go through that. And at the same time, I think really. Because frankly, that was probably the first time that I had really witnessed something like that happen in my life, you know, like firsthand. I've heard stories and stuff, but witnessing or, you know, like having that happen to somebody at the company that I worked with was something new to me. And it really, like, I think in a lot of ways, I had always kind of believed, well, yeah, like I know you hear those stories, but that kind of stuff doesn't really happen, right? And then all of a sudden,
0: it was like, I'm awake. (laughs) Everywhere. it was like every week yo Like, yeah. and it wasn't just my professional life it was my personal life and like I think those conversations are beyond well oh, I have a black friend or oh, I have a white friend um, and, and I you know I'm open like my ex-wife look my wife is like Hispanic she's from Peru uh, I love salsa I, I love <laughs> like I love that whole life my ex-wife is white I have kids that are mixed and the juggling act and the like the hits I were getting were they they were overwhelming me because I can't react to everything. I can't just do what's great for me by myself. And I, I there's a power and like that word is overused a lot, uh, unfortunately. But there's a power in being able to kind of like express those things so that way you can actually refocus um Chris and the other people in my circle they've heard me just like I struggled for it's like uh, and I say three years almost three and a half years like twenty fifteen is tr- and then when and when Trump got the nomination, it's been hell like. 2020 wasn't the start of it 2019 wasn't the start or the beginning of what uh the struggle was like for people that weren't white in this country and we all keep for some reason we think that it happened like when trump became president no sir it happened before then there's been this dystopian like we lived a dystopian future on purpose as a country we stopped talking to each other we stopped listening and caring. And some of us that, that love this country felt alienated. We watched a man die on TV multiple times. I've watched another man die on TV multiple times. So, real talk, if we don't decide to like really address the issues that are going on, it's not going to get better. Like, it's just, it can't. There's there's nothing mathematically that says, oh, we'll figure it out. We won't. We can't rebound from this. Um. And that's what I'm like, you know, Chris, I love you, bro. And, you know, I know this is another long episode. But that's what I've been struggling with. Like, I've been, like, I've kind of limped through the last couple weeks of like, or it's going to get, uh, no. you know, I've watched, you know, laws pass in Congress, like, yeah, so maybe that, you know, pushes this up. Sorry, eh, my my no.
1: dog was barking at me in my window over here. It's Christy okay. took him outside, distracted me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, so, and
0: I think it's, I, I don't know. Well, you know, like, you know, like, I, like, I just kind of don't want to talk about certain things and you probably know i'm like oh he knows that but it's because i don't i can't reconcile it you can't reconcile stupid for like wisdom right
1: i mean there's no right well what is what is the benefit in spending our time trying to make sense of something that's nonsensical right that has no logic behind it you can't you can't ascribe logic to something when someone's making decisions that logically and and that's where we, I think we kind of find ourselves right now is we're watching a bunch of illogical things happen and trying to figure out where have all the reasonable people gone, right? Like, why why are so many of us, because I think that you and I would in- include ourselves amongst that group, right? Where are the rest of us in all of this? Like, where where why are we <laughs> continuing to let these things happen instead of banding together and saying, no, like, the reasonable ones are putting our foots down, like, Feet down. Right. Foots down. Feet down. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I should have just it's let sort of you, of, <laughs> like, close it out. And I was like, no, I'm going to add my white man's perspective on the end of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> with that, uh, we've hit the rails. Um, we're super glad you joined us. You can always catch us. Go to ChrisAndAndreShow.com. Um You know, check out things that we write about on our blog. Andre has at least two new blog posts up. Yeah, I'm I'm going to keep writing more because uh, I'm like, I I love my um, M1 MacBook Air. Um, So I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just start typing. Apple is not a sponsor. Um, We have no sponsors. We have no sponsors. We pay for this all out of our own pockets. Uh, We're on SoundCloud. Thank you, SoundCloud, eight hundred and seven roughly. Yeah, we add more yeah. every day.
1: That I will yeah. say, like the Sound, SoundCloud community is probably one of the most supportive communities that I've been a part of. Like yeah. I you know, I get we get likes and reposts all the time, um, constantly getting Thank new you. followers. So yes. Thank you. Thank you to everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're on TuneIn, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, y'all aren't
1: doing uh, crap, so we're not thanking you. No, just <laughs> kidding. We love all of you guys as well. Um, seriously, all of our listeners and viewers, like it, you guys rock. You're the reason, other than you know this other handsome gentleman that I'm looking at on the screen here, um,
0: <laughs> that we do this every week. You're such an idiot. Uh, but we're, we're super glad you joined us. If you have any um, questions, comments, feedbacks, please send us an email at comment, comment. Gosh, I change it. At Chris and Andre. Which is it? Does it have an S? I, I think it, it does. should. Com- I'm just going to say. Yeah. Like- yeah. Comments at Chris and Andre show.com. I'm Andre at Chris and Andre show.com. And he's Chris at Chris and Andre show.com. We really do appreciate everybody listening to us. We're on Twitter at the Chris and Andre show. Nope, just
1: at Chris and Andre.
0: Jeez, uh, I'm I'm. It's okay. I'm struggling. I'm sad.
1: <laughs> we have been on Facebook, uh, the Chris and Andre Show. Although the lack of engagement there leads me to believe that I'm just going to give up at some point. Um, we are on Instagram, also the underscore the underscore Chris underscore and underscore Andre underscore Show. <laughs> because yeah, I'm that guy. And that's pretty much it. We don't really do anything else anywhere, so
0: Yeah. We we're um oh, I'm gonna close it out. Hey, just try to be nice to people. Like that's all I got. You know? Uh so, we all have our stuff. We all wanna like live our best lives, just help each other out to be the best person they can be. Yeah, that's all I got.
1: I'm not gonna do what I did previously and like tag on to it. I'm just gonna leave it at that. That was beautiful you're
0: such an idiot (laughs) as always i'm andre and i'm chris and we'll talk to you next time